A different perspective, a new insight into life, a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth, and maybe an amusement for you. Welcome to From My Standpoint, a twice a month podcast with your host, Josh C. Jones. Kenny was a normal kid. He did normal kid things. He went to school, played in the dirt, ate dirt, (laughs) laughed, hung out with friends, had a loving mom and dad, and he had a rambunctiousness to him when he was energized and his emotions were high. He would shout and scream and cry and throw tantrums when he didn't get his way, or when his emotions took control of him, which was most of the time. Kenny had the mindset of an infant. You know, just as an infant will cry and scream and demand that their needs, their emotions and feelings be met as they are, when they are, how they want them met, and care not for other people's rights or liberties or feelings or reasons or lives outside of their own infantile emotions. If the world would revolve around me, then things would be better. If the world would just do what I want them to do and quell my personal fear, my personal wants, my personal ideology, and my personal emotions and feelings, then there would be no sickness, no pain, no fear, no worries, because my emotional enlightenment would be fulfilled knowing I am always right, and my fears would be under control by controlling others, thought Kenny. And he knew he wasn't alone in this thought either. He could see it every day in what people said, did, and posted. Kenny would often scream and shout about his entitlement, and he would do it until those around could not bear it any longer and just gave in to his emotional demands. Kenny never learned the discipline of patience or compassion or even the effects and concerns of others. His life revolved around him and his wants and desires. His emotions often controlled him. When this happened, his behavior was selfish and inconsiderate. As Kenny grew up, he strived to be the number one person in all he did, at any cost. The ends often justified the means because, according to him at least, emotions and feelings ruled, and as long as his feelings and emotions were met, the journey to meet those needs mattered not. That is how he became governor of his state. But even this was just a passing position on his way to the very top. Kenny now held immense power. His emotions were piqued with giddy joy. Since Kenny was never taught discipline, he ran corrupt in his position. He was elected to lead, but instead of listening to his constituents, Kenny ruled like a dictator, trampling on individual rights in order to appeal to his infantile emotional bankruptcy. Kenny began to demand and force the people to kneel before his will. When his fear grew, his tyranny grew in equal amounts. Force was how he learned to feed his emotional incontinence. Kenny worried a lot about losing control, that he began to sign orders to silence those he was to serve if they did not serve him. He blindfolded the dissenting mouth. He slandered those who would not give in to his emotional demands. He ran roughshod over those who would not feed his tantrum. Kenny was the social media life. Kenny was the emotionally insecure. Kenny was spiritually weak. Kenny was the lack of the fruit of the Spirit. Kenny is you on social media. 
Kenny is you. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in again to From My Standpoint. I'm your host, Josh C. Jones. If this is your first time listening, then I thank you for tuning in. And if it's not, well, thank you for coming back. If you have not yet subscribed, then I encourage you to subscribe to From My Standpoint. uh, You can follow me on Facebook at Josh C. Jones Author, on Instagram at Josh C. Jones Author, on Twitter at Author J.C. Jones, or visit the website www.fromtheirstandpoint.com. That's from T-H-E-I-R standpoint.com and click on my show from my standpoint. And if you even slightly liked what you hear in these podcasts, then please rate, review, and share. Quote, when tragic events occur, emotions are stirred, assumptions and opinions spread like wildfire, facts are buried beneath piles of altered fan fiction, political heads power play for, for supremacy and paternalism, and the social structure begin, becomes engulfed with foolish division, all because we cannot agree on accountability. End quote. That was an excerpt from my book, Volume 2, Your Foundation in Action. Now, responsibility and accountability of emotions, behavior, and our emotional responses. Now, the Bible states that the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when we let our feelings and emotions completely control us, we trade love for hate, joy for despair, peace for conflict, forbearance for vindictiveness, kindness for meanness, goodness for evil faithfulness for apathy, gentleness for brutality, and self-control for self-indulgence. <laughs> yup, if folk would take the time to uh, read a fans and coworkers' social media posts and responses, uh, instead of them folk always having to be heard, then folk would learn something. <laughs> or even if them folk would just uh, listen to them folk talk, folk would truly find who has the fruits of the spirit in them and who are blinded by the enemy. You know, just be quiet and listen. <laughs> yup. It often takes more discipline to remain silent than to speak and remove all doubt of bias and hate. Yep. So it should be an easy question to answer, but for so many, it will be too uncomfortable and thus too difficult to answer honestly. Who is ultimately in control of these emotions, of this behavior, of, and of the emotional responses that come from such? Who is truly accountable for such emotions? I don't know. Who? Sometimes, random voice of questions. Just sometimes. Okay. The answer is we are. Each one of us, each one of us is responsible and accountable for our emotions, our behavior, and our emotional responses. Granted, there can be objective and realistic and justifiable outside forces and or reasons for our emotional state, behavior, and responses. However, it is ultimately up to us, the individual. Does that nullify the outside force or reason for our emotional state or response? No, random voice of questions, it does not. But just because someone or something else said or did something that stirred up an emotion in us, I mean, it does not take away our personal accountability for holding on to that emotion and, if a negative one, allowing it to fester. It also does not take away our personal accountability for our behavior or our responsibility for our chosen emotional response because of such. Now, some will still always point the finger for their emotional outburst, for their emotions, behavior, and responses, 
all the time pointing, pointing, pointing to somebody else, blaming someone else or something else. But one day, hopefully, they will graduate from the sippy cup to the adult glass. Anyway, I will say that sometimes a certain response is warranted and possibly deserved, dependent on our perception and opinion, of course, even when it might not be good or appropriate. But even if warranted and deserved, it is still our choice, the choice of the individual, to say or do or post what they say or do or post. So, no matter what, we are still accountable for our words and actions and behavior? Yes, random voice of questions. That is correct. Even when those words and actions lead to falsity, and the same people deny the recordings, it was still their choice to act in hypocrisy. <laughs> Yo, I once had one, one of them folk uh, uh, deny video evidence and, and then tell me they don't uh, believe nothing if it ain't reported on uh, on the news they choose to watch. And uh, uh, then they called me names and slandered me and defended me. <laughs> yeah, some folk just too comfortable with them blinders. <laughs> Yo, really? Sidetracked. You know, I just I got to jump in here and just say that that really reminds me of the, of a type of person that who actually gave me uh, one of the critiques that you can kind of hear some of in episode four critiques when they told me that the only thing really that they did not like about my podcast and they kind of suggested I change was that I did not specifically tell them exactly what they should think, say, how to act, or what they should believe. They did not like that I left research for them to do on their own, you know, that independent research I talk about. And they did not like that I left the decisions to be made for their life up to them. <laughs> folk don't know because folk don't read and study. <laughs> but even in the Bible, it says to examine everything carefully and uh, uh, that their folk be simple-minded if they believe everything without thought. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is it okay to get all your information from a source that only confirms what you want to hear? To believe all from a cherry-picked and selected echo-chambered source of man is to only confirm your opinion, not to seek the truth. Hmm. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, 2 Timothy 4, 3 through 4. Anyway, um, each is accountable for their own emotions, behavior, and emotional responses. So, just like us, the outside force and or reason could be held responsible for the effect their emotion, behavior, and response has on another, just as they and us would be accountable for our own emotions, behavior, and responses. Um, how and why? Good questions, random voice of questions. As I say in my book, Volume 1, The Foundation to Your Success, quote, in order to feel good about something, or to have hope, fear, positivity, negativity, panic, calm, calmness, we must have an emotion for it. So, to feel good or bad, or any of the aforementioned, is an emotion. Emotion is temporary. End quote. If we are able and willing to pause for a moment, you know, to take a deep breath, and take control of our emotion at a given time, then we can hopefully control our response and, and better our current behavior and neutralize or at least limit the effect of our emotion, behavior, or response has on our life, another's life, and the world around us. We are all human. <laughs> that is an obvious observation, random voice of reason. Thank you for that. And as humans, we will be emotional in most situations and in the majority of our life. 
That is why it is so important to learn to, and to always try to, take control of our emotions and emotional responses and correct our behavior as necessary. Those are what we have total control and accountability over. You know, that is, if we choose to be in control. Because if not, then our emotions will control us. But I mean, either way, we are still accountable. Now, it is important to note that emotional responses are not just statements, exclamations, actions, expressions, and body language, but can also be questions. Yeah, emotional responses can also be questions. And it is also important to understand that questions, they can be muddied, knowingly or unknowingly infiltrated by emotional responses. You know, be it negative, positive, uh, hopeful, hopelessness, entrapping, that's a big one. Calming, fearful, and yes, even political. That's kind of where that entrapping one comes into. Such as the gotcha questions. The gotcha questions are full of the questioner's uh, emotions leading them to force or to try to trick an emotional response in uh, comprising that question. And that is why it's so important to pause, breathe, calm down, and think to choose to take control. Do your own independent research. <laughs> exactly, random voice of reason. <sighs> exactly. Because as adults, you know, when we grow up, we're adults, we are accountable for our emotions, behavior, and responses, and we are, if we choose to be, in control of them. So we are accountable just as others are accountable for their emotions, behavior, and responses. It is our nature to want to find answers, and to find them fast, even if our answer to the truth is contrast. Hmm, that is really good, random voice of reason. And I like the uh, rhyming you got there. I like it. That's good. We like to know. We want to know. We have to know. That is why... As I say in my book, Volume 2, Your Foundation in Action, quote, When a tragic event occurs, we are eager to find something or someone to blame so that we might find some course for our emotions and frustrations and grievances and console ourselves with some sort of quick and comprehensive remedy, even if that remedy is inaccurate and delusive, end quote. When we allow our emotions and feelings to take control, that is, when we willingly hand control over to our feelings and emotions, it is rarely useful or helpful in any situation, especially tragic ones. Now this is where the enemy, as I have said in other episodes, can really sneak in, take advantage of our infantile state, manipulate us, divide us into the current political climate of the haves and have-nots, and through our baby-like mindset, turn us against each other. Because you know, a, a baby screams, cries, whines, and spits until they get their way. Until their mindset of entitlements, their feelings and emotions are quenched by others conforming their lives to revolve around the baby. Now, I must say, though, that this should not be a depressing or life-ending thing for someone if they do not keep total control of their emotions, behavior, or response. Uh, that is, so long as, you know, they did not murder someone, that is. We are human. And each one of us will falter from time to time. That is so true, random voice of reason. And that is another reason why we must do our best to learn to work together, to, you know, start trusting each other again. 
to be positive, to show compassion and understanding toward each other, and to be honest, you know, to learn why another might hold a differing perspective. This way, we can help each other when we do falter, and we will falter. Sidetracked. <laughs> now, I know some might be saying, but if I try to show an attempt to understand, then I must also forgive, right? And if I forgive, then I must also accept them back into my life, right? And I want to say that there is a huge difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. You do not have to reconcile with someone that you have forgiven, but that is for another time. Now, I just want to get back to this topic. We are each accountable for our emotions, behavior, and responses, just as we are each responsible for those we affect with our emotions, behavior, and responses. In fact, each one of us has someone who listens to us, who follows us, our emotions, our behavior, and responses, and is affected by our choice to either control or not control them. Parents have their children that often imitate their control or lack of control. High-profile figures and sources of information may have millions of people who sometimes blindly listen and follow and are affected by their emotions, behavior, and responses, and they too are responsible for the effects of their choices. But again, we are human, and we will falter from time to time, especially if an outside force or reason is what we choose to allow to continuously control our emotions, which will affect our behavior and responses. And this could have an effect on us by taking its toll on our strength to control ourselves. Everyone has a breaking point. So true, Reina Voice of Reason. However, that breaking point does not excuse or nullify your choices. Once again, you are correct, Random Voice of Reason. The question then would be, is it okay to allow our emotions and our emotional responses to control us in order to combat the outside force or reason? Sometimes it might be well-deserved and necessary to stop the hopelessness, fear, and negativity of an outside force, but... It is rarely good to allow them to control us. That is why we must do our best to learn to work together, to try to trust each other, to be positive, to show compassion and understanding toward each other, and to be honest. To be honest. To learn why another might hold a differing perspective. This way, we can help each other when we do falter, and at some point, we will falter, and we will all need another's help. As the Bible states in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 22, and here you get to do your own independent research on that. And now, what you've all been waiting for, it's the wisdom of Dad Joke. As Shrek said in the classic movie, Shrek, and for this Dad Joke, I am going to change one word, humans are like onions. We both have layers. Our emotions are much like that analogy. They are a part of us. They are multi-layered. They are temporary. They can and do have a major impact on our lives. It is our choice as to which layer we choose to express and reveal at any given moment. Emotions are also much like elevator jokes. They work on so many levels. This has been From My Standpoint, a podcast to find a nugget of positivity and a hidden truth. 
encouraging, and enlightening insight, entertaining a new perspective, and providing an amusement for you. We hope you were entertained, encouraged, enlightened, and enjoyed the show.